Hi. How are you? Not too bad in yourself. With all due respect, let's get the small talk. It is absolutely looking like Omicron is a mild variant. It is absolutely um, able to escape uh, prior vaccination, the control of prior vaccination, typically with mismatched vaccine. Um, it Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's get small talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 156 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Today is going to be a special episode because I'll be joined by a special guest, my good brother Malcolm. And today, we're going to talk about the current state of the country. Better yet, the current state of the world in regards to the coronavirus. And where do we see this all going? This is going to be a good one. As a matter of fact, let's not waste any more time and let's jump right into it. I'd like everybody to give a warm welcome to my good brother Malcolm. So what's up, man? What my brother, what's what's going on, man? And and your perspective, what's happening right now? Uh I think um from you know what I've heard, like this is like the first time we we, we have we this country's been sick for the past two years. Like everybody has been just been sick. Um but this new uh new strand, what was it? Um Omicron or something like that, Omicron or Marion. <laughs> right. Um, it's highly contagious. You know, the other the other strands are like you have to be in the same room with somebody for like 15 minutes. But this one, I mean, if somebody coughs, I mean it stays in the air for a long time and it's highly contagious. So um highly contagious, but I hear it's it's less it's less deadly as the other two uh variants i'm sorry mm-hmm. less two or strands or whatever they're calling them but um i think that's just what it is everybody's just getting sick from it right now because it's highly contagious it's interesting to me because i feel like we are hamsters on a wheel and what i mean is last year this time last year it was uh stay home Um, Don't gather with your family because the numbers will rocket. And they Mm -hmm. did last year. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, oh, well, Delta is here. Um, But the sun's coming out. Summertime, it'd be fine. Everybody goes shopping. But in the middle of summer, they're telling us to beware of fall. And the numbers may go back up. And as fall comes, Omicron comes. And... It's like, don't see your family this holiday and everybody go sees their family and everybody gets it. And and so it's just kind of like a loop for me, which is a bit frustrating because in my opinion, I really don't feel like we made much progress. I feel like we are looking for the clouds to break and then the sun comes out, but is it really shining? So... I'm just a little confused because, for example, right? Like we had something planned for Aaliyah's birthday mm-hmm. um, to to go see Trolls live, right? Okay. And and Ticketmaster just uh, emailed me the other day and said the show is canceled, like two months out. Well, it's next month now, uh, but they told me like like two weeks ago, like before the new year started, they canceled it. And so it's like, wow, like. I was under the impression that as time go on, uh, we'll begin to learn how to live with this. And um, not, I'm not looking for things to return to normal. I'm, I just don't feel like there's any stability yet with this new normal. That, right. that's, what's, that's what's bothering me. It, there's so much uncertainty in the air. Yeah, I think um, it it was never intended for it to be a new normal, right? I think we we learned some things about living life 
quarantine and being in a pandemic, we learned some things that <clears throat> was eventually going to just stay there, right? But the 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 goal and the objective was to return as much as possible back to what we knew life was, right? Um, but that that was a I, I blame that on both the people and the government, right? When you have people who are just simply arguing against masks, keeping six feet away, not quarantining, going out, you know, in large settings, then coming back home, you know, those those are how the virus spreads, right? Um, viruses are viruses. You will, will ha- this not going to be the last time we'll we'll see a virus. I mean, truth be told, the American government has been has thought this would happen for years. Um, I don't know if you've seen the video when, back in 2014 when Obama said this will happen. Um, mm-hmm. We've always had scares and things like that, but they were they did excellent job at not politicizing or or throwing politics into into this. Right. This could have been well over. Right. But you also have to think that we live in a uh, in a republic or a, a democratic country. Right. You know, this is not China. This is not, you know, North Korea, where if they tell you to stay in your house, you're going to stay in your house. Um, people, people don't. This is the first time where I realized that other people don't care about other people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, truly, like if 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 even if you don't know it to be true. Right. Because we don't know. Well, we do know. We do know that masks help reduce the spread. Right. It doesn't cancel it out. It just helps reduce the spread. We know that keeping our distance, washing our hands, all those things are things that we all can do to help, you know, slow down the 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 transmission of the of the virus. But, you know, people people didn't do that. And part of it was the government. The government kind of sat on their hands a little bit. And when I say the government, I mean more so the federal government, especially by letting states do different things. Right. Mm. You have one state doing something completely different from another state. You have some states opening back up too early. Um, you have some states that's being overly restrictive when they don't need to be, right? Um, that's why I think the federal government kind of failed. But, you know, when politics get involved in things, then the people become, it's less about people. You know what I mean? So exactly. I, I think, I think uh, those two things kind of derailed us, right? I mean. We could have been done with this, in my opinion, in six months. Like it could have been back back to what we normally do. But, you know, it's getting to a point now where um where the government's gonna have to step in. And you can see that they're stepping in, especially when they're doing these mandates and things like that. And, you know, if they would have acted acted accordingly during the beginning. A lot of these mandates and things probably wouldn't have wouldn't have been necessary, but it's getting to the point where you can't I can't even go to a bank in person anymore to do a simple transaction because there's no staff. Because they all Mm. they all they all have covid. This is two days in a row. I can't there's nobody to speak to inside of a bank branch. Um, So it's getting to the point where it is disrupting. The day to day. And it's okay if we, if it was okay when, you know, we were, everybody was paused and we were always trying to figure it out. But when it comes, it's gotten to the point where if it's, if it's still messing up the day to day, it's, it's becoming a problem. And I think, um, unfortunately the government knows that and, um, they are now trying to, you know, put steps in to, to, uh, I guess, you know, fight against that, but, like I said, I think it's it's they're doing that now because they didn't act early enough. They would have acted early enough, really came out with a plan and had a had this all scoped out from the very beginning. I think, uh, you know, we'd be in a very different position than we are in right now. Hey, I agree, man. It, I, we are playing catch up. You could tell that we're playing catch up and we've always been behind in this pandemic since it started. Right. Um, speaking of basics, you know what I mean? Just the basics. I mean, granted, it's it's a new strand. It's a, it's a new variant. Things will change, right? Information changes 
you know, as you begin to learn it. But come on now, some 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 of the testing. Why should it be so hard for testing? Like this should have been the first thing that should have been easiest thing for the government to to set up. Come on, we, they have they print out trillions of dollars. We have trillion dollars worth of debt. You telling me we can't have COVID testing stations readily for anybody who needs it? Yeah, I know, man. I know some people that waited in a line um, three, four hours in the rain for see, a test, yeah, man. See, they tripping. See, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't waiting for no test. I'll tell you that right now. I could have had COVID <laughs> three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do none of that. Right. Hey, man, um, jumping back to the mandate you were speaking on, I wanted to know how you felt about the mandate. So, for example, here in Boston, starting January 15th, they're following suit as in uh, New York and L.A. and Chicago. Chicago just launched this. How do you feel about it? I mean, you are not in a place where it's mandated. Um, How do you feel about having to show proof of vaccination uh, anywhere now, anywhere in the city of Boston, uh, New York City, L.A., Chicago, to go to a restaurant, to go to a movie theater, a bowling alley. Um, right. how, do, what, where, how do you feel about that? Um, it, it just depends on what lens I'm looking at through, right? You know, um, we, we're already mandated to do things already, right? Um, so we, we already know how that feels. I think this is, this might, may be a little different, um, just because it's, it's something that you're putting into your body. Um, but looking, looking at it from a person's perspective, I don't, I don't think, I don't like anything that tells you what you have to do when it comes to your body. I don't like forcing those type of decisions on people. Right. Um, to me, I think that's a little invasive, you know, just a little bit. Um, when the government tells you that you have to get vaccinated, right, or a city or a municipality is telling you that, um, I think that this is coming from the, uh, I think Joe Joe Biden's executive order, or whatever. Any any company that has over a hundred employees must have them um, either get vaccinated or show that they're being tested at least three times a week or something like that. Um, but looking at it from a business perspective, I understand why somebody would lobby for the government to say that, hey, we need either vaccinated people to show that they're vaccinated and, and prove that they can come into the establishment. Because when when your workforce is is depleted because of you can't open because everybody's sick for small business owners that's the difference between shutting down my doors and never opening up again if they have to close for four five days and granted 80 percent of this country is mom and pop shops those are the majority of businesses and wow. if if we're being honest, the economy can't take a hit like that, right? So me, if I was an elected official, I think I you have to get with your people and you have to be real with them, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to, the same tone in the same way we're talking, you just have to let it be known. Like at this point, it came down to either we do mandates or... If we continue on this trend, we go back to 2009, the recession. You choose. And and I'll vote for whatever side you want. But just know, either way, it's not looking good. Because I'm not not a fan of men. I really don't like telling people what to do, especially when it comes to the body. I'll tell you to go, okay, you need to put insurance on your car. You know, those are all things. Okay, I get it. It makes sense. Because if you hit somebody else, you need to be able to pay for pay for their vehicle. Got it. But when you're telling when you're telling somebody to put something in their body, that's that's a little different. That should be a personal choice, um, regardless of how I feel about it, you feel about it, or that should be something that that individual is comfortable with because they're going to have to live with that. You know what I mean? Right. But I think I think it's 
is is to at this point it's too big. You know what I mean? Like you said, we're we're literally a hamster just turning over and over. I mean, just going in circles at this point because it was it was a lack of intervention early on. But if we allow this to continue, it's going to be it's going to be catastrophic as far as our 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 day to day lives, right? So we've already seen impacts in our day-to-day lives. So, I mean, if, if we can't get a jump on it, then it's, it's, it's only going to get worse. And it's not going to be worse as far as health. It's going to be as far, far as I can't, I can't work anymore because my, my job closed. You know? Yeah, well, that's, that's the interesting part of where business is tied into health um, because that's the reason why they lowered it from 10 days to five days. Yeah. Um, Fauci said it himself. It was, it's trying to have the balancing act of keeping the society going. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but once again, five days may work for some people from day one, there's some people who kicked it in a day and there's mm-hmm. some people who didn't kick it for three weeks. So, yep. It doesn't, it's one of those things, once again, where some people may not have needed the 14 days. You remember back when it was 14? Oh, yeah. That was great. And then, they, and then they lowered it to 10. And some people may not need the 10 days. And now they're lowering it to five uh, because they knew that so many people were going to be uh, affected during this time period after the holidays that they try to get a jump on it. Literally the 28th, they took it down from 10 to 5. Uh, but it's it's everybody's not gonna clear the five days though. Like it, it once again, it's five days that you can return to work um if you don't have like the symptoms or whatnot. But who's to say you won't go for seven days, right? Um, so you, you have the symptoms or not, they're gonna visit you. Exactly. And so it's it's really interesting, really interesting. But one thing I wanted to touch on about the the mandate, and I agree, you know, forcing someone to put something in a body, especially something they they might not feel completely comfortable with, um, it's, it's a tough pill to swallow. It really is. Something that is frustrating to me is you know, when Biden did push his order for OSHA to everyone, like you said, with over 100 employees, uh, must um, be vaccinated or show a negative test every week. Because that got tied up in Louisiana with the judge in Louisiana who put that on a hold and said no. That's why cities, major cities now, that's why Boston is doing what it's doing following New York and L.A., this itself is just if you come to Boston, if you come to Boston for to eat dinner, you must show proof of your vaccination. If you're a tourist, if you live here, it doesn't matter. Um, well, Kyrie Irving, 17 million. Yeah, I know. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy, but he stuck it out and I'm happy for him. But the thing about it is th- there's no test option. She, the, the mayor said no. They they took that away. I wanted to ask you, why? What why take away the the test option? Why not show up to a restaurant, showing like you do now with uh, if you're going to a Celtics game or any Live Nation event, a concert, you get tested within 72 hours of the event of the day. Why why can't you do that anymore? Why do you think that was stripped away? Um, if if I'm a business, um, if like. If you test too early, you can still have it and still spread it and just not show up on a test. Um, So essentially testing from their point of view doesn't really matter to them anymore. Okay, now hold that right there. Mm -hmm. But with everyone showing proof of of being vaccinated, Mm -hmm. someone can come into the restaurant with the virus and pass it to another person who's vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Just that night in a restaurant. So what about that? Yeah. So the the idea with, with being vaccinated is vaccinated people could definitely pass, can still catch it, number one, and pass it along, right? But 
You ever been to work with a cold? Yes. Mm -hmm. It would be similar to that. That would be the ideal way, right? So you could still have a workforce. So technically, you could still have people who have COVID working because they're just not getting that sick, but they still have it. Now, if they're around other vaccinated people, it's okay. It's when they're around people who aren't vaccinated. But see, that's confusing to me. I I feel like that's a talking point because the truth of the matter is everybody's body is different. So when you give me a blanket statement like that, that's Mm -hmm. not fair. It sounds good, but it's not fair because I know some people who are vaccinated who had a tough time with COVID than someone who wasn't vaccinated. I know some people who wasn't vaccinated who kicked it in a day. So it's it's not fair. That's not true. That, that is not a true statement because everybody res- is responded to it differently. See, right. the thing is, is, and I feel, I feel like obviously that's the pitch to get people vaccinated is you have to provide some sort of perk. But it's like once you pull the veil back, once you pull the curtain back, they can they can transmit it. They can receive it. They can get sick. Vaccinated people are in the hospital right now from COVID. So it's like, I hear you, but where's the data? And hold on just a second here. And first of all, how do you not know that this person would not have react? How do you not know their body would not have reacted the same if they weren't vaccinated? How do you know that? You don't know that. You don't know that someone who's unvaccinated catch COVID, kick it in three days, and someone who is vaccinated catch COVID, kick it in three days. You don't know. So it it sounds very good, but where's the proof to that? Unless you surveyed and, and we have a testimony of every single body. That's not fair. Yeah, but th- there would be nothing that would give you 100% accuracy, right? So, so it would be, so you be close to polling. Right. That's just you have to have a certain number of people that you study it on. And right. that's just and, and that's just what it'd be. That's with everything, though. That's not gonna, see, there's nothing that's going to be 100 percent. Everybody's bodies is different, but you can predict how things work. Right. And most of the time, there's always going to be variants and in, in different variables to every situation. But you can predict what should happen generally to everybody that's that's what all medicine and that's i mean it's, it's beyond medicine especially when you're dealing with the amount of people right same thing they do with food hey we're going to use this type of preservative we're going to test it on these type of people we're going to see their effects okay only 10 people out of a thousand people got really sick this is safe for everyone but see, once again, it's when the news is talking about it, it's being portrayed as if this is like gold. And I'm sorry, it's not gold. It's not gold. It, it doesn't matter how many times it's reinforced or it's, or it's told over and over again. The Are fact saying it's, that, is it 100 proof? Because well, it's not 100 no, proof. Well, no, not, uh, not 100 proof, just period that like we went going back to the restaurant okay Mm -hmm. everybody who comes in must be vaccinated it's not stopping covid from coming inside that restaurant and everyone who is vaccinated it's not saying that everybody's going to get a mild cold you know what it is if i could be honest with you my brother i i don't believe this has much to do with health i believe this has more to do with business Here's the thing. It seems like it seems like it's more beneficial to get vaccinated so you could go to the restaurants, so you could go to the movie theater, so you could go to the concerts, because on the health side, it's only going to last for a few months until they want you to get another booster. And my question to you, Malcolm, is, well, how many boosters are we going to take? Listen, I spoke with my dad. My dad got the first shot. My dad got the second shot. He said this to me on Christmas. He said, hey, all right, 
I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do this booster, but I'm not getting any more shots after this. The third one is final. Mm-hmm. So says who? Says who? Because if the restaurant says you need to be vaccinated, uh, fully vaccinated, right? Then that means they want you to have the first, sec- the first shot, the second shot, the booster. Let's say there's four boosters. So you got to have all four shots to get into a restaurant. All I'm saying is once you enter this field, now you're playing by their rules. And that's the difficult part for me is, okay, who's drawing the line? Because the goalpost is moving. Malcolm, when these vaccines first came out, right? And then you had to wait, right? You had to wait for your turn. When they first came out, they said, you could take your mask off. You can get back to being normal. And that lasted for two months. So they themselves are not living up to the hype that we thought they were. So when do the shots stop? If you look at the vaccine we currently have right right now, um, it, it still is a vaccine, right? The difference is 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 ask me, ask a kid right now who got the chicken pox shot, right? So kids have been vaccinated for chicken pox. Could they could they still get chicken pox? Yes. Today, today, today? Yeah. yes. It's very rare. Chicken you know pox why? is rare. You know why it's rare? Because where are they going to get it from? You know why? Because most people have already been vaccinated. So where would they get the chicken pox from? Or or have gotten it. Or have gotten it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. So where, chicken pox. I'm sorry. But you ahead. know there could there could be another strand of chicken pox that could affect us all. It could, but it it, it didn't come. It, it didn't not yet, come. at least. Right, right, not yet, but it is a possibility, and that's but see, that, the difference. That the difference is, with the chickenpox vaccine, though, is it wasn't mRNA. It it wasn't. It was correct. Actual yeah. from the chickenpox, which which helps your body um, adjust to it and get used to it. You know, the but, one um, there there are several that they that I know that the that they give our kids is mRNA um, at this point. I don't know about yeah. us in the past. I doubt that we got anything that's mRNA, us growing yeah. up, pretty sure. I mean, it, yeah. it, it is relatively new. It is. Um, but it's, I mean, I, I'm not going to speak on it as if I know it well enough to speak on it. But mm-hmm. I, from what I'm saying is it's, it's just a, it's a, it sounds like a, a genetic copy of the virus as opposed to putting the virus in you um yeah yeah it is it, it's it's a it's a copycat it's it's an imitation right. of like cloning essentially if if i if, if i understand it correctly but it's just weird if if we can just let's let's just let's buckle down right here my brother okay. all right it is all right so we have that but yeah the virus, like all viruses, they continue to mutate, right? They, Correct. They don't if, stop. Yeah, because you can't kill a virus. Exactly. It's so it's dormant. Yeah. So where where are we going? Like with all of this, I I just want to ask where are we yeah. going with all of this? It would this? be the, as far as as far as what? Like how do we end it? What do we? Well, but what we have to ask ourselves is too is, do we fix it? Or don't worry about fixing it. Do we try or do we just say, hey, coronavirus is here. Let's just live with it. Are we not going to try to? That's what I mean. From my from from and I always like to look at things from different lenses, right? Mm-hmm. From my lens is. I'm kind of, I, I, I agree where you what your dad said is, hey, if I did my part, this 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 far, I put my mask on, I social distance, I took my two shots, I did my booster. That's it. All right. That, that is it. I understand that because you can't keep you can't keep taking me in circles. Right. And then there's going to be some people who are just going to do whatever they, whatever the government says, because, you know, they believe 
in the medicine and they or they have people in the medical field, whatever the case may be. And then you're going to have people who just don't believe in anything. Right. Mm-hmm. You're going to have pe- people who are just curious. They just want answers. Right. That they're not getting. They're not they're not getting. Right. I think a, a, a lot of people fall into that box. Right. They just when you have curious people, I think they just need answers and everybody can use some answers. Everybody you can use some type of clarification. But we all know when you're dealing with the government, just like they don't want to create any hysteria. Right. They don't want to create things that's going to make things go crazy. I think the real question now, though, is that we have to ask as a society, what do we want? Because ultimately, we can do whatever we want to do. Because let's be honest. If a restaurant, let's this this whole restaurant thing and this movie stuff and all this stuff, show your vaccination. If there's enough people who say, listen, we don't care about that. They're going to close their doors. No, they're yeah. going to lighten the rules. Yeah. Right. Let's we, we know who calls the shots. But the thing is, is we're so divided as a people, we can't even set the agenda. Mm. So. Because me, I'll be honest with you, I, I, I feel that I am I'm young enough. I'm still a, a, a young man and I'm, I'm strong enough. I got a good immune system. I'm not scared of coronavirus. I never have been. No matter how many, how, you know, they used to have the little ticker on the news, how many people died. Now that is messed up now that I go back and think about it. Like that you are, you are now, you, it's kind of what you're saying. You're, you're now the propaganda. Yeah. That is nothing but propaganda. Like you don't have to show yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can just say the number. It's fear mongering. That, that is fear mongering. So I do agree with that. And that, but this is, that's what I'm talking about though. That, that is kind of manipulating people. And ultimately people are not stupid either. They, they can see that. Right. And oh, yeah. nobody likes to be treated like that. Right. Nobody likes to be treated like that. So you're automatically going to start questioning everything. Stop mm-hmm. playing games with people. Just be honest with them. Open the books up and let it see and let them see what's going on. And then I can guarantee you from there, you build trust. And then from there, or you're going to be like, hell no, we ain't trying this. <laughs> right? <laughs> Right. You know what I'm saying? And and they might need it. They might need to hear that. And they're like, oh, shoot, maybe maybe this was too early for this. You know what I mean? Like, but I, I we, we we're not people are all people are just not pawns like that. You can't just move us across the board. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree. You know, I, I'm not I'm never going to be one of those people who are just like against people for not taking the vaccine. Right. Because I I, I understand how you could get to that decision. Just like, but I'm, I just try to, like I said, I always try to have different lenses because I, as even like voting for Donald Trump, mm-hmm. although I think he's probably the worst president ever. I, if Donald Trump had my ideologies, I would vote for him too. Mm-hmm. Just ain't see eye to eye. He was on the wrong side of, you know, but I understand how people can get to a certain point. You know what I mean? Right. I, well, let me, my ask- question is. And I'm sorry, I, I just I, w- I want to know what people want the outcome to be and how they think we should get there. You know? Yeah, man, in my opinion, I. Uh, I think it's something we're going to have to learn how to live with. Um, okay. I think we've been playing and that's fair catch. I think we've been playing catch up with it from the beginning and I don't think we will ever catch up to it. Mm. Um, I just wish there was more transparency along the way. If if the if the news, if the narrative is uh, is not as deadly as before, it's not as um, uh, dangerous as before. And and if it is gonna feel like a the, the common code, then let it be that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we never needed to show proof of vaccination uh, for a common code to get into a restaurant. Just let it be that. The thing about it is, the whole country was never gonna be on the same page. One thing I learned about this from the beginning is it's all about where you live. 
Florida will never ask you for proof of vaccination for to eat in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Texas will never ask that. We won't. And I don't think. I don't think Georgia either. It's all. It's literally city of Atlanta, though. See, Atlanta. Some places in Atlanta would. Mm. See, it's all about where you live. That's why I learned about this. So, it's just like, man. But, but I just that's also that's also our our federal leaders being being weak too, because we've also seen federal government come down and tell everybody this is what we're doing. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but I, and that makes me curious. I'm, I'm wondering what was it about COVID where they didn't step in? Why? That's a good question. And I, that's been racking my brains. What was it about this particular thing? Because we've seen we've seen federal government come down and say, "Listen, you're going to open up your your school doors and you're going to allow these kids to walk through." Yeah, right. We've seen yeah. them. We've seen them intervene multiple times it's, it's it's not rare for you know for us not to see that and i and i've been trying to think like what what's what is it about this out of all situations you would think this would be one of those times where they just kind of you know kick in the door and say hey this is the way we're moving everybody yeah i would have never thought it would have been left up to governors and mayors to be you honest know, with you. that yeah. makes me more nervous than anything is that right there yeah yeah, I would have never expect them to have to handle such a huge responsibility. Um, but it's weird because you also, I mean, when you look at the governor of California, Governor Newsom, you know, California was on shutdown for the longest. No this, no that. But yet he got his his vineyard open and he's out at restaurant with people with no mask on. It's like, man, like these people are human just like everyone else. And like like human, some people are hypocrites. He's saying one thing, telling his residents to not do this, but yet that's what he's doing. It's just it's it's mixed messaging. It's it's weird, man. It's I think one of the things that really really bother me the most is how we just can't have an open conversation. It's like if you're not pro, then that's not right. That's not right. You're the bad guy. You know, for example, like Joe Rogan, right? Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. Joe Rogan. He's one of my top five podcasts um, that I listen to. What he did with uh, Sanjay Gupta from CNN? I did. I did. That was pretty good. You know it. You know yeah. it. I uh, just finished the one with Dr. Malone, who is actually one of the inventors of our mRNA um, mm, technology for the best. It's the... It's the Last one he did for 2021. It's, it's one okay. of the latest ones. Okay. Um, but the same inventor of that technology who has taken the vaccine is opposed the vaccine being mandated, especially for children. Because he's telling stories about, he said that they do have proof of people having adverse reactions, but those reactions are being suppressed. Because that's not the message that wants to be sent. There was a, a 13-year-old girl who was part of the clinical trials for Vi- for Pfizer, and she um, ended up getting really sick, and now she's wheelchair-bound. And they said that her reaction was gastric distress. And so they didn't write anything about how this young girl is paralyzed for life. They they wrote it off as gastric distress. And so it's just little things like that, which is why I just, I don't have much trust in the government and I don't have tr- much trust in the medical field because that means having trust in humans and humans are flawed. Just mm-hmm. because someone is wearing a black robe, just because someone has a title of judge, just because someone has a gavel in their hand doesn't make them an honest person. Mm-hmm. We know judges who put little boys in jails because they was making money off each little boy they put in jail. Mm-hmm. We know doctors. I don't know if you watched the television series Dope Sick, but it talks about how OxyContin took over this country and was one of the leading opioids that got it into this opioid epidemic that it's in. It went from oh, yeah. OxyContin to Xanax, Molly, and now Percocet, now fentanyl. And that's yeah. something people are not even talking about. But the FDA... Drug were doctors in the last de- decade. 
Exactly. The Oxycontin, Purdue Farmer, um, the Purdue family was about to run low on their millions and they was coming up with this drug and they got the FDA. They got a guy, had the guy at the FDA to write on the label that is not as addictive as other opioids, even though that wasn't true. And so when the sales reps are going out to these doctors, hey, for pain management, give your people this. And it was great at first until their body got used to the dosage. And you know what they told them? Oh, that's called breakthrough pain. Huh. Anybody ever heard of breakthrough cases? But let's stay on topic here. Oh, that's breakthrough pain. Uh, Double the dose. What? Yeah, double the dose. It would help them with that breakthrough pain. So people went from 10 milligrams to 20 milligrams. Before you know it, people on 40 milligrams. And now they're hooked to taking this pill. And the thing, and I'm not going to lie to you, it's eight episodes. I actually stopped at episode six halfway through, and I can't watch anymore because of something I realized every time I finished the episode, it made me feel sad. Mm. And I was like, oh, well, that's just that. Let me go back and see what happened next. No, it's a downer because this is real life. Malcolm, Oxycontin is not like alcohol. You don't go to AA for Oxycontin. See, they showed that. People tried that and it didn't work. It's not like kicking alcohol. Oxycontin changes your the wiring in your brain. It takes you two years to get off Oxycontin. Yep. When when you don't have the pill, the you literally feel like you're going to die. You feel like there's spiders all over your body. You're hallucinating. I have a doctor who was once prescribing it to his patients, got in a car accident, and he went to the ER, and the, a, the ER prescribed him Oxycontin. He lost his practice after a few months. He severed somebody in the surgery because he was nodding off. Mm. Like That drug ruined people's lives, but it was approved by the FDA, and the FDA fought like hell not to change the label despite all the overdoses, despite the the people dying, despite the spike in crime, because they didn't want to show that they was wrong. So they kept their pride and ego up while people died. That's why I don't have faith in pharma. That's why I don't have faith in the medical industry. And Purdue... Farmer, which is making a billion dollars off of sales, was paying people off left and right, Rudy Giuliani, left and right. And just because somebody's just because a politician is talking about something doesn't mean that that something is right. Rudy Giuliani was a hero back then because of 9-11 and what he did for New York. And he spoke on behalf of Oxycontin and people kept taking it. But Oxycontin made his pockets fat. Yeah. I mean, that's very true what you said, but the truth of the matter, that, that's that's never going to change. Like you said, people are people, right? When you have people behind these big machines and in control of a lot of these things, they, they will do things in their self-interest. Um, the problem is, is when we know that and they're still able to be out here free, all willy and nilly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that's that's for me, that's the bigger problem. Right. We can't change human nature. Right. We can't change people's greed. Um, But for me, it's for for Rudy Giuliani just to be out here knowing that he did those things. Right. For me, that's the bigger problem. That that is where for me, that is where the distrust comes from. Not because Rudy Giuliani, you know, vouched for for these horrible people. and He knew that Uh, he knew what he was doing. There's no Mm -hmm. there's he knew exactly what he was doing. But you can't tell me that the federal government let him off the hook like that. That's that's, crazy. Me, that's a problem. You know that is a problem, man. And and like I said, when we were talking about about Joe Rogan and CNN, because Joe Rogan has a different narrative, because Joe Rogan did things differently, they painted him out to be a clown. Oh, he he took the horse drug. No, ivermectin. There's one for horses and there's one for humans. That one, the one for humans, won the Nobel Peace Prize. I'm confused as to why you're playing with me like that. Yeah, and it's you know Joe Rogan it's, it's has propaganda. They they have an agenda, is, and but we have to 
one thing I realize is we we do have to see past certain things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because they they're gonna push like, and one thing about the vaccine is, and then people got to stop believing it's it's not it's not a miracle vaccine. It's not going to change. It's not going to cure you. Number one, yeah. um, and I, I felt like they did a horrible job at at telling you what the vaccine really is. All it mm-hmm. does is it, supposed to just reduce the chances of you dying and going to the hospital. That's it. You still will get sick and you could get terribly sick still. Mm-hmm. You just might not have to go to the doctor, but we all been sick at home where it's just, I can't get out this bed. Right. Yep. Yeah. But Malcolm, keep it real. How many of us really go to the doctor? See, that's what we're that's not talking yeah. about, that's man. That's Can too. we just be, keep it real, man? I, I, don't, I haven't you. been to the doctor since I was a teenager. I'm just keeping the buck. Oh, exactly. I went to the doctor where I feel like I popped my arm and I was just, I knew I wasn't going to get like, I knew I wasn't going to take no muscle pill, no prescription. I wasn't going to take it because it didn't hurt for me. I, you know, I, I'm not a big medicine person. I don't take pills. If I have a headache, I'm not going to take Tylenol. I'm not going to take ibuprofen. If you see me take a pill, I am in an extreme amount of pain. I've right. never been uh, an advocate for like medicine because medicine is, is, because of stuff like Rudy Gianni and things like that. And I was just younger, just knowing that. I remember the Tylenol scandal. Thing. Mm, yeah. I, like in my mind, that was the first time me, like really, I couldn't believe that because Tylenol was so normal. Everybody, every something wrong with you, go get some Tylenol. You know what I mean? It's Tylenol, Tylenol, Tylenol. So when I heard about that, that was like the first time I was like, yeah, I'm not fooling. I've never been a medicine person and just in general. So, and it's because of stuff like that. But I, I do know there is there's there's always good and there's always evil, right? It's the people you put you put behind it determines which direction it's gonna go. And unfortunately, we don't have the benefit of knowing who's playing the angel and who's playing the uh the, the devil. Medicine is a is is a good thing, right? Um mm-hmm. there's a lot of new technology, you know, we've had medical practices in the past are still here to to this day it's it's not the medicine that is the issue it is the the people behind it right pharmaceuticals have been one of the biggest businesses but they're almost the they're the 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 most disgusting dirtiest business that you can ever be a part of right and i don't mean that from the researchers the doctors the people who are doing you know trying to do work to actually find cures i'm talking about for the guys who sit in the boardroom yeah because it's all about margins and it's all about a dollar bill i'm I'm sorry when you run a business right um especially those type of businesses that's that's all that matters right you can't i honestly believe that with the advancements that we've made in the medical field i feel like a lot of these things that we currently have out here when it comes to these diseases and illnesses that they've probably already have a good idea to keep people alive if you get like cancer or things like that or they probably already have cures right yeah i just feel like and we know this it's it's not beneficial to have healthy people right? isn't that scary yeah yeah that's why that's why it just makes me like just look at everything with a side eye because all right <clears throat> if you're in a that's, business that's super fair if you're in a business, if you literally make money by people being sick, like literally that's how you make money. It's it's to keep it's to hope that people are sick, right? Mm-hmm. Then why would you ever do something that will make people not be sick? Like that's your lifestyle, that's your livelihood. It's and so it's it's wild, man. I'm telling you, man, you, you got to watch Dope Sick. It just really, really made me take a step back and look at everything because you had the DEA. The DEA was battling the FDA. Like, guys, look at what this drug is doing. But nobody wanted to admit that they was wrong. It, and and that's what it is sometimes, Malcolm. <clears throat> it wasn't even this big, grand scheme, Illuminati plan. It was literally... Uh, okay, we see this is messed up. 
but I don't want the onus on this. So I'm not going to acknowledge that it's messed up. Yeah. I'm just going to keep saying that everything I did was right. Oh, no, 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 no. It's the abusers part. The people are taking too much. It's it's not the medicine. It's the people. So everybody's deflecting. You know, Purdue is saying, no, let's make more money. Let's make more money. Let's make a bigger pill. Let's do a 160 milligram pill. Are you serious? Wow. Wow. So it's just like, yo, it just... It just really makes you wonder sometimes, like, do these people have my best interests at heart or do they have their best interests at heart? And if so, does that align with my interests? Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It just it really got me looking at a lot of different things. Like, right. Like, why is this like this? Like, why is it natural immunity recognized? Like, for COVID. But, see, here's the thing, though, is pharmaceutical companies have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Companies, everybody does it. We can do it. If you have an organization or whatever, you can all do it. They're called lobbyists, right? Pharmaceuticals are have lobbyists right, who, who pretty much go up there to, you know, Capitol Hill and lobby their interests. The FDA does regulate them on the actual pills, right? Mm-hmm. But we, you need more than that, right? You need, you need some type of, some type of uh, uh, organization that monitors not the actual medicine, but the people in those boardrooms, right? We do it for gas, right? When when there is something that happens, like let's say a hurricane or a tornado or something, remember, you know, the governors would usually come in and 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 put a cap on how high they could, you know, price gouge, because usually they would they would skyrocket the gas prices super high. But you know, now there's a cap. You can't price gouge. Right. Mm. You have to keep it within what the barrel is selling. You can't just, oh, there's a natural disaster. Now I'm going to up gas because I know people are going to be out there trying to move around. You know what I mean? We need something for them in the boardroom. Oh, why? Why? Why did you make a hundred and sixty milligram pill or why did you do this? Why is the cost for this? Because, first of all. One of the reasons why people don't go to the doctor, because they just can't damn afford it. Mm. It's it's expensive. I mean, yeah. they gave Rashida ibuprofen, ibuprofen, and we make sure that we did. It was either going to be ibuprofen or there's another one, right? It wasn't going to be because they'll they'll try to give you um, the Percocets and all that other stuff. Nah, yeah, you straight on that, right? Right. They charged. It was sixty dollars a pill. What? For, yeah, ibuprofen that you can get over the counter. <laughs> when we went back and looked at the bill and she took maybe her whole time, she probably took maybe like three. Wow. So a lot of people don't go to the doctor, too. It's just because they can't afford it. The pharmaceuticals, the insurance companies, man, it's time somebody really gets gets into them, man. Um, but that's what happens when you allow people to pay politician politicians i'm sorry if i'm a business if if i'm at&t and i give you 150 million dollars toward your campaign i'm coming knocking for my favor oh yeah and i'm I'm just keeping it a buck man that's just how life goes i'm sorry if i help you get the point if i help you get the to to a certain level right because we're not friends you know what i mean <laughs> i don't i don't right. care about you you don't care about me we have a mutual interest that's why I don't like corporations participating in um, in, politics. In, in, in politics, especially yeah. when it comes to presidents. Man, these these corporations sit down and choose presidents. And we just we're just I'm just being honest, right? Yeah, that's just that's that's they they nine out of they a lot of the times they control who's going to be in there. Now, us as people. Do we have the say so? Yes. But when they're pumping ads and they're controlling what you see on Facebook, 
They're just brainwashing you to believe who the candidate is. So yes, we're still, we're still, we the people are still electing, right? But we don't know that we consciously, consciously already been told who to vote for. Exactly. Exactly. You know who scares me the most in this country? It's not the Elon mm-hmm. Musk. It's not the Bill Gates. It's um, Mark Zuckerberg. It's Mark Zuckerberg. It's it's the Disney family. Mm. It's the Sam's family. I mean the mm. Walton family. Because mm. these guys control what we see, what we yeah. do. Yeah. They're the scariest yeah. ones, in my opinion. You can't tell me yeah. that they don't they know each other. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. They know you telling me they that you know they've been to the same resorts that cost a hundred million dollars that none of us are gonna be able to go to. You know, they there's been- no way, Malcolm. Let's let's be real here. Uh-huh. Let's be real. My brother, there is no way that everyone's on the same page and they didn't all have a meeting. They didn't all talk. There's oh, no yeah. way. Even sure. even even just with what we're dealing with in this pandemic, yeah. there's no way Facebook will take you down. Twitter would deplatform you. Just like the doctor I was telling you about, Doctor Malone, Twitter mm. just kicked them off. Yeah. Twitter just kicked them off uh, because of, of 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 a repost he did about um, Canada. Canada put out a report of how people were reacting to the vaccine. He put that up. And Twitter took them off the platform. But that's not right. But there's there's a reason why Johnson and Johnson was suspended down here in Georgia. They stopped mm-hmm. giving Johnson and Johnson vaccine. People were getting blood clots. Wow. Now they only reported about twenty people. Right. Shush. But come on, you're not going to shut down a whole vaccine just over twenty people. Numbers don't work like that. Uh huh. So. We know that it, the, either you may have only found 20 people, but you knew the chances of it being more than 20 was highly likely. Right. Come on. You don't shut down a whole vaccine that, the, that the spent millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars to make for yeah. 20 people. Yeah, Johnson & Johnson got suspended. That's oh. by far the worst vaccine, though. I'm just kidding. Yeah, 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 for oh. sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh-uh. Yeah. Crazy, <laughs> my brother. I really appreciate it, man. No, absolutely, man. <laughs> Just had to come. I, I feel like these are the conversations that has to be had, right? Yeah. Because you know, I, I'm not. I'm not pro. I'm not against. I will. I have been vaccinated, but mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily for it. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. against it. I'm just for me. You know, and I think we talked about this multiple times. I just felt like that was the best decision in the position that I was in. You yeah. Know? Um, like I said, I, I say it all the time that I felt like if I would have got COVID, I would have. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that I wouldn't have gotten sick, but I, I never felt that COVID would kill me. Right. But I, right. I couldn't. I didn't feel comfortable enough being around people and and taking that risk. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's what ultimately led me to, especially the way that our lifestyle is here in Georgia. It's not the same in in Boston. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, our lifestyle, we everybody moves here, right? Um, you know, you guys maybe even going. Are they talking about like virtual schools starting in a couple weeks virtually? I know. A couple yeah. Yeah. So, but the majority of schools are still open. They're going back to school Monday. No. Um, you know, and mask is still recommended. It's not even mm-hmm. mandatory. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. It's a different lifestyle down here compared to what it is up there. And that's what you said. It's all a regional thing. But I just I I really want us as people because we fail to realize that people are the majority. We are the majority. Right. We really dictate what happens. But we all have to be that. We all have to get on the same accord in order to do that. Yeah, that's the tough. That's the tough part right there, man. And that's why it's a tough part. Why they, that's why they divide us. Yeah, I know. I know it's and it's like they is they know the psychology of us too. Yeah. They know how to get us because the headlines they they have literally been pitting vaccinated versus unvaccinated people against each other for months now. Where 
literally vaccinated people feel like it's the unvaccinated people fault, even though they're both in the same hospital right next to each other. (laughs) Right. And you know, the funny thing is people, some people, let me tell you, but some people are just, we, we, we do move as sheeps though. Right. Because when Donald Trump was talking about his vaccine, it was the Democrats who were opposed to the vaccine. Yeah. And then once, once they realized that, oh, Biden was for the vaccine, now it's Democrats are all for it. And now Republicans right. are against it. When you were just for it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all about, man, you, you, put enough, you put enough images in the world and you speak it enough. You put the words up there all over for people to see. Yeah. It's easy to flip. The flip. Yeah. Yeah. People believe whatever you want them to believe. Yep. Yeah, that's the scary part with like, like yeah. you said with Zuckerberg, man. Like, yeah, that's really diverse and all that. It's only finna get worse. Yeah, yeah, we we, we got to come back and talk about that because first of all, I need to do more research on it. But damn, man, like, yeah. first of all, people are already into VR right. and man, how. How accessible, how easily accessible is about to be. You talk about kids not going outside now to throw the football around. Oh my God. They're gonna be like I I we drove the community on Christmas Day. No kids outside. Nah. No kids outside. Boy. That's unheard of 20 years ago. Me and she looking at each other and said, this, this, this can't be Christmas. You got to go show off some, even if you didn't get like a new bike or a new skateboard or, but yeah, you still you out there. You know, coat. Right. <laughs> yeah. You wear your new coat, your new hat with yeah, gloves, matching gloves. You outside. you outside with it, man. That was, uh, man. But your parents always gave you something to be outside with, whether it was a true, basketball. Yeah. You basketball. always have something to be outside but yeah. it was funny because apparently like everybody was in the know you, you remember the year with skates oh yeah <laughs> everybody had skates and then it was yep. the year of um of those razor scooters yep 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 and then it was the year of yo-yos everybody had a yo-yo oh yeah <laughs> that's funny man that's but, funny i was just saying life is changing man life it has it sure has wow my brother, I appreciate you joining me today, man. Absolutely. Beautiful conversation, man. And like you said, we need more of these. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. More of them. And just one thing I one thing I don't like people feeling is like they can't even have a conversation. You know. I know. I as long know. as as long as we keep it respectful, we you know, you say your part, I say my part, we talk to each other, we hear each other. I mean, that's all you can really ask for. Exactly. But, and I don't understand why it can't happen, you know? It's I think really it's like, taboo. It's really, really taboo right now. That's crazy to me. That is crazy. But I feel but, like we're going to see the effects of that in years to come. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be really, really bad. <laughs> really bad. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Because you, when when you stifle voices for so long and group think becomes so powerful, Malcolm, yep. don't get me started. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't get me started. <laughs> With that being said, right there, let's jump into our next segment. Have a treat. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something for you to read. I recommend something for you to watch. And I recommend something for you to do because you deserve to treat yourself. You absolutely do. What I recommend that you watch is a television show that's brand new to me, and you may already be well aware of it. I know, guys, I'm late to the party, but I do recommend that you watch the television series Secession on HBO. It's three seasons. I'm on season one at episode five, and I absolutely love it. Just to give a little bit of the background of the show, if you guys are a fan of The Big Short, that movie you guys fan of Vice, that movie? If you guys are a fan of Adam McKay or Will Ferrell and how they come together and have intellectual comedy, I love smart comedy. 
I really, really do. And that is what secession brings. Not only is it family drama. I mean, the dad's a billionaire and the children are trying to, you know, secede their father. Get it? Secession is very, very well done. The writing is superb. And wow, this is a really good show. It's so good. I'm so mad that I'm so late to it, but I'm happy that I'm here. So if you haven't checked it out, please do Secession on HBO. Now for something to read. What I recommend that you read is a classic. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while, but with everything going in the world, what better to do than read a John Grisham novel? And I want you to read one from 20 years ago. Yes, two decades ago. I would like for you to read The Brethren by John Grisham. And let me read the blurb here for you, because this is one of my favorites. They call themselves the Brethren, three disgraced former judges doing time in a Florida federal prison. One was sent up for tax evasion, another for skimming bingo profits, and the third for a career-ending drunken joyride. Meeting daily in the prison law library, taking exercise walks in their boxer shorts, these judges turned felons can reminisce about old court cases, dispense a little jailhouse justice, and contemplate where their lives went wrong. Or they can use their time in prison to get very rich, very fast. And so they sit, sprawled in the prison library, furiously writing letters, fine-tuning a wickedly brilliant extortion scam, while events outside their prison walls begin to erupt. A bizarre presidential election is holding the nation in its grips and a powerful government figure is pulling some very hidden strings. For the brethren, the timing couldn't be better because they've just found the perfect victim. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You can't tell me that doesn't sound intriguing because it is. Check it out. The Brethren by John Grisham. Now for something to do, what I recommend that you do. Hey, guys, with everything going on in the world, I told you in the last episode to, you know, be safe, take care of yourself, stay healthy. But outside of that, I do want you to enjoy the time that we have here. And whatever that means to you, enjoy your days. Enjoy your time with your loved one. Enjoy your alone time. Because things are a bit chaotic. You know, things are a bit all over the place. But if you think about it, when haven't they been? Right? So I just want you to... Balance it out. Don't get consumed with what's on the news. Don't get consumed with articles. Find some time to just get away from it all. All right. Find some time to get away from social media. Find some time to get away from whatever the narratives that are out there, whatever the truths that are out there, whatever is going on. Just find some time to get away and unplug and maybe rewind. Right. Thank you so much for listening. I deeply appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with somebody in your phone or just spread the word of mouth. Thank you always. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this quote. To be the best, you must be able to handle the worst. Thank you. <laughs>